All right, welcome back. This is uh, Raghubanda. And today we are kind of uh, getting into this podcast for the series of this uh, podcast around machine learning with SAP S4HANA. So in this podcast four, we will kind of go into a bit more details into the architecture concepts of, uh, into the embedded machine learning. So in the last uh, podcast three, we kind of gave a high level overview into the architecture concepts and what we have built around uh, the architecture concepts and the guiding principles, the uh, more about uh, how to operationalize this intelligence and other things. Now let us go into a bit more uh, deep dive into the embedded machine learning concepts and the architecture behind it. I'll try to give um, a bit more um, technical concepts in the world or in, 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 in a matter of a few minutes. I'll just kind of give a very high level overview how the embedded machine learning architecture is uh, realized. So in the podcast three, I think, well, when we were discussing the guiding principles, we did discuss about um, the, the reason behind um, why we went about uh, this kind of a solution architecture, because we said that we wanted to have uh, uh, one model which has to be uniform across all things, whether you are doing uh, user interface or analytics or transactions. And that is the reason we went with this CDS technology, which is a core data services. So the data model of SAP S4HANA is based on this core data services or the CDS technology, which re reduces the redundancy in data modeling across and solves the, and, uh, the uh, questions of uniformity. Uh, so kind of uh, this makes it uh, for making it more uniform across the different and have one common data model. And of course, uh, there are other guiding principles like it. Uh, we have put in, taken into account the multiple deployments, uh, the algorithms being closer to the data, so on and so forth. I don't want, I don't need to go into all of those because we did discuss in the last section. So now let us go back into that. So one of the main things in embedded machine learning is that we are focusing on the use cases which are uh, going to be implemented into the SAP S4HANA stack. So the data is going to reside in SAP S4HANA stack. The, the applications obviously are in SAP S4HANA stack and also the algorithms are going to be there. So which, is, which means uh, we are leveraging either the SAP HANA PAL library or the APL library, which is the predictive analysis library or the automated predictive library. And there are different flavors of these algorithms. So in a little while, we'll go into some of those details. Okay. Uh, so typical use cases that we focus on will be ranking, categorization, predictions, or classification, regression analysis, uh, grouping, so on and so forth. So the basic concepts when we are building the architecture for embedded machine learning, I think what we have, uh, the solution is based out of uh, two main important architecture decisions. One is that 
we are going to use the series views and we are going to make use of the machine learning techniques which are provided by SAP HANA. So these are the two main decisions we made when we are building, uh, designing the architecture for the embedded machine learning use cases. Obviously, the main concept or the main focus here is that the data persistency is represented by the application database tables here. On top of the database tables, we have this virtual data model, which is built using this CDS views or the core data services. So typically the idea is that you have your uh, tables or application database tables at the bottom and you have a virtual data model which is implemented using the CDS views. The purpose of this virtual data model is to hide the cryptic database model that you have and you can provide some kind of a reusable semantic layer right it can be consumed across different scenarios uh, whether it is in analytics or planning search or so on and so forth different kinds of transactions uh, this is uh, one of the main things right and what exactly happens is that during the runtime the CDS views or the core data service views are kind of consumed by an analytical engine um, or we call it as a service adaptation description language, uh, which is part of the overall app application server. So these frameworks evaluate the metadata of the CDS views uh, and then enable the requirement, enable the functionality into the, of the, for the business processes. So what happens is that uh, out of these ABAP CDS views, the HANA SQL views are generated, and then um, these SQL operations can be pushed down into the SAP HANA layer for optimal performance, right? So this is these are uh, some of the things that we have been um, talking about. See, the overall concept here is that, like I've always been saying, uh, the algorithms that we use um, can be performance intensive. And so we are trying to, whether it is an embedded machine learning um, uh, uh, related use cases or the side-by-side -side machine learning use cases, which we talk in the next podcast, all we are trying to do is that making sure that the data uh, the algorithms are closer to the data. Now, let us look at it in a, a different way. <clears throat> like I've been saying, SAP HANA provides both this PAL and APL algorithms, which offer different statistical and data mining capabilities, right? So now we have to go a little bit further and see what exactly is happening here in this embedded machine learning architecture. You have your SAP HANA layer, and then on top of that, you have your, uh, if, if you split it into different parts, like you have your SAP HANA layer, and on top of that, you have your SAP S4 HANA, right? So you have, that is how uh, we are trying to envision it. Generally, in any scenario, whether it is a program, 
or a subroutine or a function module, whatever in this in this current scenario, it's algorithm. They will always require application data, right? As an input when you're doing some training of these different models. So what we are trying to do here is that the virtual data model is available here and with this SQL views and the application tables, you could use this for this purpose. Uh, but the only difference is that in ABAP CDS views has all the metadata available. Whereas in the case of the HANA, the virtual data model with HANA CDS views, uh, you don't have the metadata available, right? So you will, this is one of the drawback that you have to uh, eliminate. So what you have to do is that <clears throat> These HANA CDS views, you will have to transform them into the HANA, uh, these ABAP CDS views, you have to be transformed into the HANA CDS views. So that what happened is, what happens is that the trained models can be exposed to the business processes. Uh, and these business processes are sitting on top of the, uh, the CDS views. Right, so you have your HANA tables, you have your SQL tables, and on top of that, you have your uh, uh, HANA tables or the SQL views. And then on top of that, you're wrapping them up with the CDS view. And on the CDS, on top of the CDS view, you have your business processes. So what we are achieving here is that by consuming these machine learning models, through the CDS views, uh, you can, what you are doing is that we are reusing this existing content. Um, <clears throat> this obviously results in a very simple and a very robust architecture. <clears throat> now, now that we briefly explained about how these things work, let us go a little uh, further into that, uh, the framework that we use in the these uh, management of these machine learning models and the operation operationability of this is handled with. Earlier, it was handled with Predictive Analytics Integrator. Now we have upgraded it to the next version, which is the Intelligent Scenario Lifecycle Management, or broadly called as ISLM. The difference between the PI framework or the predictive analytics framework in the past and the ISLM framework now is that in the earlier scenarios with the PI framework, you could literally only focus on um, the embedded machine learning models alone, meaning using HANA PAL or HANA APL. Whereas with the ISLM framework, which is the next version of the PI framework, we could also take it to the next level, not only handling the um, machine learning models that are embedded into the S4 HANA business processes, but also we could uh, work on leveraging the models, machine learning models that are built on the SAP Cloud Platform, which we'll talk in the next podcast. Uh, but I'm just giving you a brief idea where we are coming in from. <clears throat> Uh, 
there's um, to look at at a big picture the ISLM framework uh, pretty much provides a, a very pluggable infrastructure and there are different adapters for APL and PAL and later on uh, for the other algorithms or external algorithms as well we will talk about that in the other podcast uh, when we talk about the side-by-side -side machine learning models uh, typically what happens is that this ISLM framework supports the lifecycle management of the involved uh, artifacts within this system landscape of this delivery and upgrade mechanisms of this complete whole model management <clears throat> Let us go further down um, and understand uh, a bit more of uh, what exactly is happening in this ISLM framework, right? Typically, what is happening is that your machine learning models are stored in SAP HANA and they are exposed by a uh, generated SQL script, whether it is the script procedures or scripted calculation views. But you might have, uh, you might want to know how are these entities consumed from the ABAP application server, right? So there are various different ways that are provided by the ABAP application server to access these uh, underlying database system. As I've mentioned briefly, uh, the existing content and the concepts are basically reused wherever it is possible. Uh, the series views and the series table functions are the appropriate technologies predominantly to consume these machine learning models that are stored in SAP HANA. The SQL procedures that you have are used to wrap these machine learning models at the SAP HANA level. These SQL script procedures can't be invoked directly by the CDS technology, but we can be invoked, but we can invoke them with the CDS table functions. And this is where we work on two different concepts. When we use APL algorithms, when we use PAL algorithms, again, you remember I was talking earlier when we are embedding machine learning into the SAP S4 HANA business processes, there are again two ways of doing it. One, using the PAL algorithms or the PAL library in SAP HANA or using the APL library. The non-coded approach is using the APL library, whereas the PAL library is using the coded approach. Here, what happens is that we use the we use the APL approach, the non-coded approach for the typical uh, quick win scenarios like the classifications or the regressions or some of these. But in some scenarios, you might want to fine tune or find different flavors of these algorithms. That is where we use the PAL library or the PAL algorithms. So here what we do, these are invoked and so this is where we use it for the different breakout scenarios and these are invoked uh, they are 
by you have various data dictionary objects and this is defined in your data definition language uh, but what happens here is that in contrast to the series views they are not database independent they represent the native sql script functions so what we can do is that these functions are implemented using the techniques of the abap managed database procedures or you call created as an abap managed amdp class uh, with an implementation script in the sql script and now what happens is that on top of the machine learning models which are exposed via sql script procedures these corresponding cds views are defined by using the cds table function functions whatever we have so the cds table function what exactly it does is that it represents the input and the output structure of the sql script procedure which is being called by this amdp implementation of the cds table function that's what is happening at a high level uh, so bottom line is that you have your application tables and you have your sql views built on top of that and then you have your islm repository engine and then on top of that you build your sql script procedure and then you have a abap class uh, which uh, is wrapped around this sql script procedure and from the abap class you build a cds table function which calls the cds view and then on top of the cds view you have your business process so in that way you are coming from the application tables in sap hana all the way until the cds views in uh, sap s4 hana so that is how at a high level we have uh, uh, built this uh, architecture framework <coughs> Uh, like I briefly explained, so uh, I briefly explained uh, just a minute back about how the breakout scenarios with the PAL library can be built by creating this AMDP ABAP managed uh, data procedure, uh, AMDP class script, which is wrapped around the SQL uh, script, and then you create a CDS table function and then a CDS view, right? Uh, and then you, that AMDP procedure is the one which you hard code or do the coding. Whereas now on the other side with the APL library, it has a lot of built-in data science steps like the feature engineering or detection of uh, the required al algorithms. And hence it is a little easier to use the APL algorithm. So we use that uh, where needed for some of these uh, breakout scenarios. For development efficiency, generally what happens is that uh, any of these PAL algorithm, there is a template in the form of an AMDP class that is provided. So whether you use the APL or PAL, at the bottom line, we are addressing the same problem. It is just the difference in the way how you are handling this. When you use the PAL algorithm, what is happening is that uh, you have the application data sitting in and then you have a PAL library and you have a machine learning model 
and then you have a, a template or an AMD Clippy class which is sitting on top, which is pulling the data and you write your machine learning logic in the AMDP class. That's the main difference between how you have your PAL integration versus your APL integration. The one other important thing I would like to briefly touch base before uh, closing this uh, podcast is uh, so that you can think about is that uh, the for extensibility purposes, you could also put business ad in enhancements that are also provided for these methods. And application developers generally what they do, they can copy and adapt these templates for specific machine learning services so or scenarios that we have. So now let us briefly summarize what we have been talking about, right? There are a few points. What are the uh, whether it is uh, leveraging your uh, what let us uh, uh, come up with some of the few qualities or few points that are provided with the solution architecture when you're using the PAL library. You have one seamless integration into your SAP S4HANA programming model. You could reuse number two, you could reuse existing S4HANA concepts, whether it is authorization, user integration, UI integration, CDS views, etc. Number three, powerful extensibility concept based on enhancements points and bodies. And then of course you have rich set of PAL algorithms, usage of HANA text analysis. And then it supports for breakout scenarios. The main difference between the PAL and APL libraries is that with the PAL you could do an additional uh, coded way of approach so that you could do a lot more. Whereas with the APL approach, you are defined, you are restricted with some set of uh, things that you will have to uh, identify with yourself or uh, in, in the concept of uh, the available algorithms and how you pull these algorithms or how you can build the machine learning models based out of these algorithms. So that is uh, what I wanted to kind of uh, talk about today. Uh, so bottom line is that what we have discussed here, uh, we have different ways of uh, doing the machine learning and predictive analytics with S4. And today we focused on some of the scenarios around uh, the mainly focused on the scenarios around how you can embed uh, machine learning into the SAP S4HANA business processes. We talked about, uh, we re briefly highlighted about the architecture concepts, and we also briefly highlighted about what we have done in the context of uh, uh, the guiding principles. And then we briefly explained about the architecture, where we are coming in from, and then uh, we, we uh, discussed about these two different ways of doing the uh, embedding the machine learning into the S4 HANA business processes, which is either using the PAL approach or the APL approach. Uh, and then um, 
in both the way in both the approaches uh, since everything is in the sap s4 hana stack uh, the data is residing in the sap s4 hana stack algorithms are in the sap s4 hana stack and also your business processes or business applications are in the sap s4 hana stack the only difference as i have explained is that there is where with the pal with the apl approach you don't need to code anything because there are set of algorithms that are already available and we leverage this by integrating it with the abap layer because you have your application table on top of that you have your sql views and then you create sql script procedures which are registered into the islm repository and on top of that you have your abap you build an abap class on the sql procedure and then um since you cannot the cds table function cannot call since the cds uh, views cannot directly call the abap class you have the cds table function on top of the abap class and then uh you create a cds view and then the business processes embed that that is the abap integration into the apl objects whether when you are using the apl algorithms with the idea of pal algorithms you could expand it further for any breakout scenarios wherein you could take your application data you go to pal library pull out the library of the humongous library of algorithms and then you build a abap managed database procedure with the template that is available and then you build a your machine learning logic on top of that uh amdp procedure and then you uh input your cds views input the data into your cds view and then you have uh this is consumed into your machine learning application so the main difference here is that with the apl algorithms we are using this fixed set of algorithms that are already available take those algorithms um leverage those algorithms by uh, building the by pulling the data from the underlying tables and then build the sql views and then you build the sql procedures uh, so on and so forth whereas on the pal side it is that you are extending and creating additional uh, uh, breakout scenarios or creating additional database procedures on top of the sql script uh so that is what uh, i wanted to kind of give a quick uh, overview i hope i did not confuse you um, i'm trying to build or connect the dots when you're reading the blog series or when you're listening into the other webinars uh, that are Uh, planned in the context of machine learning with SAP S4 HANA, we of course will be also having a Open SAP course sometime later this year, I think in Q3. Um, but here, yeah, well, well, thanks for your time, um, and uh, look forward to the next podcast. If you have any questions, feel free to. drop a line you can go to my blog series and put a put a question there and then i will be frequently checking these questions and i can 
attempt to answer it in my next uh, podcast. So the next podcast, I'll be focusing on the machine learning models, how they are uh, built on the SAP Cloud Platform, whether using the AI Foundation Services or the SAP Data Intelligence. So this is where we call it as a side-by-side machine learning model, because here the algorithms and the data are not sitting in the S4 HANA stack, but they are sitting on the SAP Cloud Platform, and they will be consumed by the applications, whether in SAP S4 HANA or any third party. Okay. All of you have a wonderful day, wonderful afternoon or evening or night, wherever you are listening in from. Thank you all. Bye-bye. All right, before wrapping this podcast four, I wanted to give a bit more information about uh, the resources that are available to find more details on the embedded machine learning with SAP S4HANA. In addition to the podcast, where I have uh, touched based on a lot of concepts around embedded machine learning with SAP S4HANA, you could also find the blog series, uh, which will help you in understanding more details uh, in embedded machine learning. There are also a few webinars and uh, open SAP tutorials as well. Uh, additionally, there is also a book that myself and my colleague co-authored. Uh, so I have co-authored a book along with my colleague, Dr. CR, and this explains in detail about machine learning, how it is implemented with SAP S4HANA. It has all the different approaches, the architecture details, the implementation details, the business implementation, and so on and so forth. Well, with that, I will end this uh, podcast for have a wonderful morning or afternoon, wherever you are listening in from. Take care and stay safe. Good night and good luck. Bye-bye.